welcome back to the Roundtable Rundown podcast. I'm your host, Gideon. Today, I feel very fortunate to share with you guys a special interview with UCLA legend Valerie Condos Field. Hope you guys enjoy. Um, so I was very curious about, um, you know, I read about your relationship with Coach Wooden and all that he um, had to offer you in, uh, in terms of his wisdom. Um, I think one of the biggest takeaways that I had being Coach Wooden was that he really walk the walk. He always talked about he always talked about how he coaches players to not get too high, not get too low. Just he really emphasized balance. Sure. And when I met him, um, you know, I grew up on stage. I grew I was ballet dancer. Right. And so I grew up on stage where you're, you're waiting in the wings and literally it's like you you flip a switch because it's showtime. Right. And so that's how I to be, especially when I was when I was coaching and we would be going to a competition or I was going to a press conference or an interview, yeah, I, I had this internal switch that would be like, okay, it's showtime. And it was exhausting. Mm-hmm. It was really exhausting. Um, and my husband said to me at one point, he said, you know, you're like super, super high when you're around all these people. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you, you just plummet. Like you don't call these drops. Right. And... I started paying closer attention to coach because I would take him to everything. I'd take him to speaking engagements, I'd take him to football games, I'd take him to lunch, dinner, whatever. And he was always the same. Right. And it didn't matter whether he was talking to the most important person in the room or the least uh, celebrity in the room. He was always the same. Gracious, kind. Um, charming and I when I think about being with him that's the thing that resonates the most so um, you know you were talking about that moment before going out on stage um, you know being a dancer in the wing and numerous times I've heard you speak and read about you know that moment of you know leaping and that having no fear of failure and that fearlessness that you talk about so much what would you say about that? Because I even remember you saying that your instinct to have your husband ask Coach Wooden out for dinner was one of those moments of fearlessness. You know, I remember you saying the worst that can happen is that he says no. So um, what would you say about the importance of fearlessness as a trait for somebody to have? Uh, I just don't believe in failure. Right. I don't believe in failure at all. Because anytime something happens, but you know, if we set a goal and we don't reach the goal, mm-hmm. and we sit back and we debrief, at least we've learned something mm-hmm. along the process. And if you've learned something along the process, how can you set that new failure? Sure. And also, I, you know, when you have read enough sports books, the sports psychology books you might have, mm-hmm. the acronym for fear, F E A R, is false evidence that appears real. I love that. And so on these. Unless it is something really serious that is going to affect you, mm-hmm. it most of our fear is is false evidence that it's real, especially right. when it comes to rejection. Mm-hmm. And you know, we're so most of us are so uh, cautious to not reach out to somebody, to not ask for a favor, because we're we fear that rejection, and we don't want rejection. But the truth is, the false evidence here is that. There's no reason to take it personally. Sure. He doesn't even know you. 
So Coach wouldn't have said no about coming over to dinner. I wouldn't have taken it personally. Right. I would just thought, I would just thought you know, his calendar is too full. Mm-hmm. He's got too much on his plate. So, um, and that's something that I grew up with. My mom, in particular, really instilled zero. There was no fear of failure growing up. Right. And it's been a wonderful way to live life. And, I'm not taking things so personally. Right. And would you say that, I mean, I feel like there's a connection there to, um, you know, confidence and being prepared. And especially as an athlete myself, um, it's hard sometimes not to feel the fear of failure. But if you're being over prepared and you're ready for that moment, um, it makes it a little easier. Yeah. Um, I think the importance of preparation is twofold. One, it is to give you confidence, mm-hmm. stepping, taking that step forward in whatever, you know, you're, you're trying to achieve. And the second important thing that comes from preparing is understanding that rarely, rarely in life does plan A happen. Right. But when you prepare, then you're prepared for plan B, plan C, plan B. And as you know, sports is such a great metaphor for life mm-hmm. that, yeah, we'd love to all live in planning. We love it. Right. But that's not reality. Sure. So, and, and so being prepared allows you to either pull an audible mm-hmm. and go in a different direction uh, without having to make a mess that everything is just done. Or being prepared, prepared, being prepared allows you to maintain that call of confidence. Right. Moving forward on a different path. And so taking this example of Coach Woody, as he said, you know, um, I'm sorry, I'm just really busy, then I wouldn't have said, oh, okay, and, and dropped it. I would have said, is it okay if I give you a call next month? Sure. To, to try to schedule something. That's plan B. Sure. And um, so I completely agree with that. And, you know, speaking of plan B, I remember reading about how, um, you know, this job was thrown at you um, after you were planning to move to Fresno and, um, you know, having no experience in the gymnastics world, um, you were offered the job. Um, And then I was reading about how about a year into it, you were about ready to resign when you came across Wooden's book. but I was curious, what made that moment so fulfilling? Was it when you won your first national championship or was it later on when I read um, a senior on your team said to you, quote, you are a leader worth following? I would say that, uh, you know, when you're given, when you're given affirmation mm-hmm. by someone else, it's really, extremely important. Right. Uh, and as much as I don't focus on winning at all costs, when we won our first championship, there was a mental sense of validation that everything that I had been doing was on the right the right path mm-hmm. to train to be that of being really be. Um, and that I wasn't just a dancer choreographer um, sweating about pretending that I was so pretending like I was a coach. Right. Uh, and, uh, yeah. So, um, how hard was it to make that transition initially from, you know, your background in ballet and dance to, uh, you know, becoming a head coach in that first year? And what would you say looking back, 
um, was that aha moment for you? It was the really the transition was really hard, not just the first year, but really until I kept chipping away at being authentic, truly authentic mm-hmm. to who I was. Mm-hmm. Um, and the aha moment really was when I read this with a definition of success. Right. Because in the world of athletics, we're hired to win. Success is winning. Sure. That's what we're hired to do. Right. So the fact that he did not mention success was so just, it stopped me in my track. Right. And to this day, mm -hmm. I continue to go back to it constantly, daily, Mm -hmm. about how am I going to define my success today? Right. Is it going to be about getting a major contract or a major speaking deal? Is it going to be about monetary stuff? Is it going to be what's going to be about? And it's sure. going to be about me being the best me that I can be today. And so that leads me to my next question. You know, you've had such an accomplished career in your 36 years at UCLA with seven national championships, the Pac-12 coach of the century. Um, what is next for Miss Val? Uh, you know, I've been very blessed that I've had a, a really broad platform mm-hmm. in which to uh, discuss uh, my philosophies about winning and, right. and, and success. And I chose to retire because I feel that this is a really important message mm-hmm. that is uh, needs to be shared in any way that we can. Right. And the last year that I've been here at UCLA, we have a really strong professional professional development program here with the coaches. Mm-hmm. And one of the speakers came in and discussed, she's a psychologist, and she discussed the fact that there is more reports of loneliness, depression, anxiety, stress, and sadly suicide amongst our youth than ever before that it's been Right. And I really feel that's on us. That's mm-hmm. on parents and that's on the coaches. And in order to help our children alleviate the stress, it's on us to change our definition of success for them. Right. And I'm very, uh, I'm excited and I am very blessed that I've been asked to do a lot of speaking engagements. And I constantly talk about them. Yes. It's on us. It's, you know, it's, we can't blame other people we can't blame social it's on us yeah right and um you know with the same attitude i've noticed that you've taken up an initiative for climate change and preventing plastic um pollution um and i noticed that you were even um planning on doing um some art connected to this were you still planning on you know I would love to develop a Broadway show mm-hmm. uh, based on this, especially plastic. Um, I have copyrighted it. It's called Trash. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And uh, I think it will be fantastic. Uh, I'm also in the midst of, midst of producing an urban that Wow. Because I really want to marry the classics of Tchaikovsky with the street performance art. Sure. Uh, and I, I just, I just love being back in a theater. I love, right. being, I love being around um, athletics and dance and art 
I love being around but I don't worry because you really try for excellence without having to worry about winning. Right. And being judged and getting a score. Yeah. Um, well, I have to tell you, I truly am a really big fan of yours and you are such an inspiration. I feel like to so many people out there, not only to be fearless, um, but truly to, to go for it. And, um, I'm so grateful to have had this opportunity to interview you, you just for this brief moment and ask you a few questions. I really appreciate it.